Hey, believers, welcome back to Conspiracy Slayage with your girl, Nicole. I'm super excited to talk about today's topic. If you are new to this channel, welcome. We are here to bring all the truth to light. We are talking about Jesus Christ, the great, great news of Jesus coming back and uh, just defeating Satan once and for all. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. This topic is actually really, really crazy that people don't believe that hell is a real place and that people don't go to hell or for whatever reason, they will literally never have a relationship with God and think that they won't be sent to hell. And that's exactly where you are going. If you haven't given your life to Jesus Christ, if you haven't repented for your sins, if you haven't turned and changed from your ways, but <laughs> I know we are getting hot and heavy today. We are going to be watching a video from Isaiah Saldivar, my favorite pastor. God bless his soul. If it wasn't for him, I don't think I would be in the place where I am at today. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. You know, he was the one that introduced the gospel to me and just preached it in such a way that just literally radically changed my life forever. And I pray that Hearing him speak today will intrigue you to go check out the rest of his YouTube channel. He has thousands of videos, thousands of episodes of just literally preaching that good gospel, coming with all types of biblical verses to prove his stance and why he feels the way he feels about it. You know, I may not agree with him politically, biblically though, he got it, like, we're right here. So with that being said, y'all, before we get started, make sure to go follow me on Instagram at Conspiracy Slayage. And if you'd like to support the channel financially, I would appreciate it more than you would ever know. You can do a one-time donation through Zelle, or you can become a monthly supporter of the podcast. And yeah, <laughs> I love you all so much. Thank you for tuning in. And I hope you enjoy this episode and you are shook, very, very shook as I am about hell because hell is a real life place. You may not believe it's real, but best believe, you know, a lot of people who are down there burning for all eternity because once you go to hell, there is no way out. Hey guys, in this video, I want to talk to you about hell. I know hell is a topic that people want to shy away from. People don't want to talk about. It's absolutely a terrifying topic, but I believe it's necessary that we talk about this. The bottom line reality is there are billions of people burning in a literal place called hell that I'm going to show you in this video, I believe is in the center of the earth and the church is doing little to talk about this. I thought about the other day, how often do we hear sermons on hell? How often do we hear our pastors on Sunday morning Say, today we're going to talk about hell. Yet Jesus, of all people in the Bible, talked about hell more than anyone else. Exactly. And if we're truly aware of how terrifying and terrible this place is, it'll influence us and encourage us to witness to our friends and family. Because part of what Jesus did on the cross was to rescue us from an eternal damnation in hell. Mm -hmm. And so it's a disservice for us to not talk about it. It's a disservice 
for pastors to not preach about it. And I think it's time that we begin to talk about this topic more. I even look at my channel. I'm guilty of this. 600 plus videos, and I maybe have five or six videos on hell. Yet Jesus constantly warned. We need to be constantly warning people about this. The first shocking fact I want to give you, and I think the most mind-boggling thing that's hard to wrap our head around, is the fact that hell is eternal. That hell has a million yep. entrances and zero exits. Friend, there's no escaping hell. Once you go there, you never it's return. It's done. A hundred years. Imagine this. A hundred year, million years go by in torment and torture, and it's as if you barely arrived. There's no end to the torment in hell. This is a place of complete hopelessness, despair, suffering. I just got chills, y'all. Leave this place. There's nothing in the world that can depict the horrors of hell. There's no words Ooh. to describe the horrors of hell and how shocking and terrifying this place truly is. I and literally have goosebumps. About it and talking about it doesn't make it any less real. And I believe one of Satan's goals is for you to not even believe that hell exists. So that more people can go there without us warning. Exactly. But Jesus did warn of the dangers of hell. That in hell, you will be fully aware and conscious of your life on earth. I think of eternity and my mind, like when you think of eternity forever, it's kind of like your mind just resets. The fact that you're going to spend forever somewhere, whether you're atheist, agnostic, Christian, doesn't matter what you are. The reality is you're going to spend forever somewhere. And the Bible makes it clear. You will either spend forever in heaven or forever in hell. And this That's is it. Something to play games about. That's this it. Is something, if you don't know that you're going to heaven, then you need to get right with God. Seriously. This, this is your warning. For some of you, this will be the last call. For some of you, this will be the alarm that you need to wake you up to stop playing games with your salvation, to stop playing games with God, and start and to stop gambling with your eternity. Now, Jesus actually tells some people believe a literal story. Because he gives specific names, whether it's a parable or a story, doesn't really matter. But Jesus gives this story in Luke 16, 19 about hell. And he says, there was a rich man who was dressed in purple and fine linen who lived in luxury every day. At his gate laid a beggar named Lazarus, covered with sores, longing to eat what fell from the rich man's table. Even the dogs would come and lick his sores. The time came when the beggar died and the angels carried him to Abraham's side. The rich man also died and was buried in Hades where he was in torment. And he looked up and saw Abraham from far away with Lazarus by his side. So he called him, Father Abraham, have pity on me and send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue because I'm in agony in this fire. But Abraham replied, son, remember that in your lifetime you received the good things. Well, Lazarus received bad things, but he's now comforted and you're in agony. And this is also a parallel of living a life of riches and luxury, ignoring God and ending up in agony. Yo, like I, I hope that story did not go over your head. He's literally the the rich man ended up in hell for not helping the homeless guy that literally sat right outside his house and he begged for just a drop of water to touch his tongue. I hope you understand that hell is not going to be a party. Hell is not going to be this litty place that all these rappers and all these celebrities and all, all these depictions, all these satanic depictions of hell being an awesome place. It's, it's completely, ah, can't even fathom how horrific it is. And I would love to pretty much do a 
video on witnesses who have been to hell. Jesus does do this. God has the power to let you have an outer body experience and he will send you to hell just so you can be able to give a testimony and give this same message, this same warning to the people on earth because people really believe that hell is not a real place. And if they do think it's a real place, they think it's just some some place you're gonna have fun or whatever. Some place where where the devil is is running it. The devil does not run hell. I hope you know that God created hell for the devil. He he literally created it. So when the devil's time ran up, that's where he was gonna go. We weren't meant to go to hell, but we decided to live the life of sin that we do. We decided to take. We decided to take the devil's side, and this is what happens. So it's crazy, y'all. It's crazy. Get right. And then it says, besides all this, between us and you is a great chasm that has been set in place. And I won't go to that in this video. Um, and he says, to those who want to go from here cannot, nor can anyone cross over from there to us. He answered, then I beg you. And this is where I want to key in on. Father, send Lazarus to my family. For I have five brothers, let him warn them so they will not also come to this place of torment. Notice what this man in hell, this man in Hades says. Here's his one concern. Tell my family, tell my friends about this place that they're unaware of so they don't end up here. What are people in hell saying right now? As I'm preaching this, as I'm posting this and I'm recording this video, there's people in hell right now and the Bible makes it clear what they're saying. The Bible gives us info on what they're saying. They're saying... Please, somebody tell my family and friends about this place that they don't believe is real. Exactly. And this is the bottom line reality. Our world is completely unaware that there's people under our feet burning right now, going through unspeakable torture for all of eternity right below us. And this man's going, make my brothers aware of this, Lord. Tell them what's coming when they die. And I'm here to tell you before you die. Seriously. This place is real. And this man's begging them, Lord, send. How many are in hell wishing right now they could warn us? How many people are in hell right now wishing somebody would have warned them? And I believe there's people in hell that For are angry, real, bro. angry at me. We all know people that have died and gone to hell because we didn't share the gospel exactly. with them. Exactly. millions of years, they will be tortured saying, why didn't somebody tell me about God? Why exactly. didn't somebody share the gospel with me? Why didn't somebody tell me? We're not talking about 100 years of torture. We are talking about eternity. Hell is eternal. It is never ending. Not only is hell eternal, a uh, shocking truth number two is hell is a literal place in the center of the earth. Yes. The deepest researchers have ever dug is 7.5 miles into the earth, and it took them 20 years. They had a goal of nine miles, but they experienced unexpected heat or increased heat that they couldn't keep digging. They said temperatures reached 356 degrees, which was double what they predicted at seven and a half miles. Um, they believe, the scientists believe the core of the earth is 2,000 to 3,000 miles deep, but nobody knows. So if the core of the earth is, let's say, 2,000 miles deep and the deepest we've dug is seven and a half, nobody knows what's in the center of the earth. But they right. know that it's unfathomably hot to where they can't keep digging. And that's the deepest they've dug. Um, the Bible says in Numbers 16.32, And the earth opened up her mouth and swallowed them up. They went down alive into the pit. And the earth closed upon them, and they perished among the congregation. First Samuel 28, 13 through 15. I saw a spirit ascending out of the earth. An old man was coming up. Had, why have you disturbed me, bringing me up? Psalm 63, verse 9. 
but those who seek my life to destroy it shall go into the lower parts of the earth. Isaiah 26, 19, and the earth shall cast out the dead. Ezekiel 31, 14, when I shall bring thee down with them, they descend into the pit, the people of old time, and they, they and shall set thee in the low parts of the earth in places desolate of old with them that go down to the pit, for they all delivered unto death to the nether parts of the earth with them that go down to the pit. Matthew 12. Yo, I don't know about you, but like hearing about hell I, it just makes me so uneasy because when it becomes a reality to you i don't know if it's a reality to you yet but when it became a reality to me i was just like oh no 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 this this I cannot go there. Like I cannot go there. How do I avoid going there? And there's only one way. It's Jesus Christ. It's Jesus Christ. There's there's no other way. There's no other way to avoid going to hell. Word for word. If you do not confess that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, and believe it, and you you change your ways, you repent, and you truly change. That is the only way you can avoid hell. If if not, you're going to hell. There's no if ands or buts about it. There's only one way. It's very it says it plain and simple in the Bible. And I pray that you guys do not take this message lightly because. We tomorrow is not promised. Next, the next moment isn't promised. The next 10 minutes isn't promised. You know, like tomorrow is not promised. We we may not be living in the end times, the last days. You may not think it, but you are most definitely living in your last days. I'm living in my last days. It's it's a serious matter, y'all. Get right with God. Get right with Jesus. I cannot express this enough, y'all. Like I cannot express this enough. And this video is well overdue. Like you guys need to understand that hell is a real place. You know a lot of people that are there burning right now for all eternity. And it's it's time. It's time that you get right with God if you have it and to preach the gospel. If you haven't told your friends about Christ, tell them about Christ. Tell them about heaven. Tell them about hell. Tell them about God. Tell them about Jesus. My father was a Christian his entire life. I don't ever remember him telling me about Jesus Christ. I don't remember my dad telling me anything about heaven. I don't remember him telling me anything about hell. I don't remember him even being a real life Christian. I remember the Bible being next to him on the nightstand, but shoot, if my mom didn't tell me or my sister didn't tell me that my dad was a, a full-blown Christian, I would not have known. And that's that's how bad it is. It's I know people who who are Christians and you know when I was in my new age phase they didn't tell me about God. They didn't talk to me about God and I'm just like what why wouldn't you tell me about Jesus? Why would you not? I don't care who I offend. I don't care who gets mad. You cannot say you did not know. If you are coming across this video, I'm telling you right now, this is a message, a warning from God. 
I'm not saying I'm God. I'm being led by the Holy Spirit to say these things that you need to get right with Christ in Jesus mighty name as soon as possible. Like I said, tomorrow is not promised. And if you are not right with Jesus, you are going to hell. That's it. There's no other options, y'all. And it's again, once you are in hell, there's no getting out. God is not going to pull you out. Because God did not put you there. You and your decisions put you there. Psalm 40. For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the great fish, so will the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. Ephesians 4, 9. He also first descended in the lower parts of the earth. So there is several verses that allude and describe that hell is a literal place in the center of the earth. This mm -hmm. is not a figment of the imagination right this is not soul sleep as some would believe this is not eternal slumber and this is not soul destruction this is a literal place i believe in the center of the earth many people that have had near-death experiences or have died and gone to hell and then been brought back to life on a hospital bed right have said the same thing they were in a prison cell they were in a lake of fire they felt as if they were in the center of the earth mm -hmm. many people have experienced this phenomenon it is a real place Third fact is hell was created for Satan and his angels. Hell was not created for you. Matthew 25, 41 I just says, said that. Then he will also say to those on his left, depart from me, you accursed people, into eternal fire, which has been prepared for the devil and his angels. Second Peter 2, 4 says, God did not spare the angels when they sinned, but cast them into hell and committed them to pits of darkness, hell for judgment. So this place was created for, prepared for the devil and his angels. Let me make it clear. The devil doesn't run hell. Hell is not ran by the devil. The devil, according to Revelation, will be thrown into hell for all of eternity. Exactly. This idea that the devil's in hell, the pitchfork, is not scriptural. The devil is in the air, the Bible says. He's the prince of the power of the air. He's the prince of demons. And he roams the earth, the Bible says. So he's not roaming hell. The devil's on the earth. There's nothing for him to do in hell because people are being tormented and tortured right now in hell. The devil doesn't need to help with that. Exactly. Happening. The devil rules on the earth. But there will be a day where the devil will be in hell. Hell is not the devil's address. It's his final destination. Mm. So that he will go. And so hell was not made for humans. So if you think of the torment, the, the um, disgust in hell, the pain, how horrendous hell is, you're going to see the reason why it's so bad is because it was never designed for people. This is where people go that reject God, that want nothing to do with God, that trample over the cross of Christ and have no personal relationship with God. Romans 1 says that God has made himself plainly known even in creation. So there's no excuse to say God's not real. I exactly. don't believe in God. Yeah. You know, a lot of atheists say I want nothing to do with God. I hate God. God's not real. But then they, they, they want to go to heaven still. Or they believe that they're going to go to heaven Bruh. and go somewhere good. But if you want nothing to do with God, if you reject God your entire life, why would God spend, send you to spend forever with him when you hate God? So this is where hell is. Now, I know a lot of teachings in the church now say hell doesn't have literal fire. It has symbolic fire. But I want you to know the hell in the fire in hell is literal. Psalms 37, 20 says, but the wicked shall perish and the enemies of the Lord shall be as a fat of lambs and they shall consume into smoke. They shall they consume away. Malachi 4, 1 says, behold, the day cometh that they shall burn as an oven and all the proud ye and all that do wickedly shall be stubble and the day coming where they shall burn up, says the Lord of hosts. Luke 16, 24 said, I'm tormented in this flame. Matthew 13, 42 says, and we'll cast them into the furnace of fire. John 15, 6 says, if a man abide in, not in me, he's cast forth as a branch and is withered and men gathered with them and cast into the fire and they are burned. 
Jude verse 7 says, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. Revelation 9, 2 says, and open the bottomless pit, arose smoke out, and the sun and the air were darkened by reason mm-hmm. of the smoke of the pit. So, guys, there's a real fire, there's real smoke, and there's literal pain. Revelation 14, 10, he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone. This is one of the most painful ways to die is by being burned alive, and this will be being burned alive for a trillion for years. For eternity. Started. Like, Man, I know it's like, how could we comprehend it? It's unfathomable. And 150,000 people die every single day. And the Bible says many of them are on the broad road going to hell. So how much more should we be sharing our faith? How much more <laughs> should this wake you up tonight hearing these verses? Seriously. understanding the terrors of hell. Paul said, knowing the terror of the Lord, I persuade men. This is no joke, no game. This is one of the most serious messages in scripture. Hell is- For real. Like, I, I, I couldn't have said it better myself, y'all. Like, <laughs> the idea of hell, the idea of going to hell, when when I just, when hell becomes a reality to you in your mind, like, yo, hell has an address and billions of people live there for all eternity, like, that is... It like I'm I don't know if you can see the anguish as I'm watching this. I'm like squirming around. Like I just can't. It it literally my my soul hurts for all of those souls. All of those souls. It's it just really it makes me sad. It makes me sad, and I just pray that this wakes y'all up. Hell is also a place of complete darkness and complete torment. It's darkness that rests on you, darkness you can feel. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about, you know, seeing five feet in front of you. I'm talking about complete isolation, no reputation. Any famous person you can imagine that's in hell is not known. Nobody knows who's in their left, who's on their right. You're in an endless sea of people burning in a lake of fire with no reputation, complete isolation, complete darkness. I remember being a kid hearing this in youth group and feeling the terror of God. Seriously. Hearing about the fact that you'll be in complete darkness and isolation. Why don't we preach this in the church anymore? Jesus preached this, and it's a biblical reality. I don't know why we're not talking about it. And I'm guilty of not talking about it enough, but we constantly need to be warning of the dangers of hell. Imagine a complete waste of human existence. No matter how successful you were, every life achievement is no longer relevant in hell. A sense of complete hopelessness, isolation, knowing, think about this, you're never going to talk to someone for all of eternity. Just think about that. You're never going to talk to somebody ever again. And I get chills saying this for all of eternity. And all you're going to hear is screaming, screaming, wailing, and the weeping and the gnashing of teeth. I'm talking about darkness that you can feel, outer darkness, the Bible calls it, an outer darkness, a drifting away from God for all of eternity, a sense of every second that passes in hell, I'm drifting farther and farther away from God, and that chasm between me and God will never be fixed, I'll never be. Right now, Christ offers us reconciliation. The Bible says he reconciles us back to God, and this is an opportunity that you only have right now. Seriously. Five minutes. Literally. And God is giving us this opportunity right now. There's also going to be weeping and gnashing of teeth. What does that mean? This is untold pain. Luke 13, 28 says, In that place there'll be weeping and gnashing of teeth. When you see Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, but you yourselves will be thrown out. 
So there's a sense of God showing us eternity, showing us heaven before throwing us out into hell, which oh is absolutely my terrifying God. to think about. Uh... Matthew 13, 41. It says, the Son of Man will send out his angels, and they'll weed out his kingdom every cause of sin and all who practice lawlessness. And they will throw them into the fiery furnace, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. This is about complete despair, psychological pain, gnashing teeth speaks of extreme anguish and pain. It's also a sign of anger, an anger towards God and an anger towards those that never spoke the gospel. Like, imagine you're in hell and you're angry, you're gnashing your teeth at your friends and family that were Christian, that went to church on Sunday, right. but never spoke the but gospel. never said anything. Crazy. never listened to those that did share the gospel. Matthew 13, 42 says, And the angels will throw them in the fire first, will be weeping and gnashing teeth, and the righteous will shine like the sun in their father's kingdom. Anyone who hears, let him, or should, he should listen to understand. Last thing I want to say is hell is absent of all good things. Yep. Every good and perfect thing the Bible says comes from God. Exactly. Because God's attributes are not existent in hell, all good things in life are removed. There's a lot of good things that the unrighteous take for granted that God provides. Like sleep. For example, hell is dark because 1 John 1, 5 says God is light. Hell is death because John 1, 4 says God is life. Um, hell is hatred because 1 John 4, 16 says God, God is, is love. love. Hell has no mercy because Psalms 36, 5 says that the Lord is, mer is mercy. Hell is only weakness because the Bible says the Lord is the giver of strength in Psalms 18, 32. Praise God. Isaiah 32, 18. No, we know that uh, my people dwell in quiet resting places, and hell mm -hmm. is loud because there's no quiet resting place. Hell has no water because the Bible says water is the rain of heaven, Deuteronomy 11, 11. Hell has no peace because Christ is the Prince of Peace, according to Isaiah 9, 6. So the only thing left in hell present that has anything to do with God is the wrath of God. Literally. Last verse to leave you with. 2 Thessalonians 1, 8. It says, in flaming fire, inflicting vengeance on those who do not know God, and on those who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus. Inflaming fire, inflicting vengeance on those who don't know God. Friend, this is no game, this is no joke. What do I do to escape hell? You put your faith in Jesus. You do what I did 11 years ago as an atheist. When I said, God, I don't believe in you, but if you're real, I'll serve you, I'll repent of my ways. Yes. Acts 2.38, they said, what must we do to be saved? And Peter says, repent. This is the key, friend. Repent. You must repent of your sins. Outside yes. repentance, there is no entrance in. Jesus said, if you want to follow me, you got to lay your life down. That's it. Give it all up. Change the way you think. Yep. You have to go the opposite direction and receive this free gift of eternal life. I'm not going to lead you in a prayer because I don't believe Jesus led anyone into prayer. I don't see the disciples leading people into prayer. You have to repent. We preach the gospel. We preach the word like I've done tonight. And the, and the Holy Spirit begins to work. And the results are in God's hands. Yep. So I pray that the Holy Spirit would work on you. I pray this would be a wake-up call. I pray you'd feel the terror of the Lord. If you're already a Christian, I pray this would convict you to preach. Convict mm. you to share your faith and to tell somebody about God so that they could escape yes. the fires of hell. Is uh. Jesus our fire escape? No, but he did come to save us from the reality of hell. Give your life to God today. I gave my life to the Lord 11 years ago. It's the best thing that ever happened to Yeah, me. same. I followed him wholeheartedly for 11 years and never gone back. If you're an atheist out there, it doesn't matter what you are. I was an atheist. Put your faith in Christ in this video. Repent right now. Say, Lord, I repent. Yes, I Lord, I repent. I, I turn from my son. ways. I, I receive your son. Let him change yes, you. Yes, God. Let him deliver you. Ask him to make himself real to you, and I promise he will follow through. He I will. this video bless you. Let me know in the comments down below what do you think about hell. I think it's devastating that as pastors and leaders, we don't talk about hell. Seriously. I'm going to do more videos on this because I believe it's important, and it makes me sad. 
that pastors preach 52 times a year and don't share about hell. Y'all, talking about hell, thinking about hell, it's, I don't know about you, but I just feel reconviction again. Like, y'all, it's serious. It is serious. Like, even when I was saved in October on Halloween, it took me listening to John Ramirez's um, testimony. He was a Satanist, like literally he was Satan's child. Um, Bill Wees, uh, Isaiah did also an interview with Bill Wees and John Ramirez. Go to his page and check it out, y'all. If you hear those two men's testimonies on what they experienced when they went to hell and came back, and you still don't believe that hell is real, you still don't believe this, then I don't I don't know if that video of Isaiah just now didn't make you believe that, yo, like, I need to get right with God or I'm literally going to spend an eternity in hell. If you still don't believe that hell is real, mija, yo no sé, yo no sé, yo no sé. But I highly recommend that you guys get this book, 23 Minutes in Hell by Bill Wees. He pretty much, I haven't been able to read this yet myself, but I did watch the interview that he did with Isaiah twice. And I had to get this book because I really want to read it. But like, y'all, just thinking about hell, just it gives me anxiety. Like I'm not, I'm not even kidding. Like it gives me anxiety. It literally drives me crazy because it's like, how many people do we know that are burning in hell right now for all eternity? Like I said, my father was a Christian, apparently a diehard Christian his entire life, but he never not once told me or my family about hell. Not that I recall, he didn't tell me at least. I found Christ by the grace of God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Because he saved me. He had a plan for me. But if, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. If it wasn't for, for me listening to God, to the Holy Spirit, talking to me to get a Bible and to get right with God, I wouldn't be saved. I would not be saved. I definitely would still be in my new age stuff, going against God, completely blaspheme him, Jesus, not knowing Jesus, not repenting, thinking that my ways were the right ways. No, y'all, no. And I, I say this and I and I preach this with so much intensity because I don't want to go to hell. I don't want you to go to hell. I don't want anyone I know to go to hell because it sounds like a horrific, horrific eternity if heaven is an option. And if all it takes to get to heaven is you giving up everything to live in eternity with God, our creator, bro, I'll give it all up. I don't care. I don't care. I'll give it all up. I've done it. I've done it. And it's so hard. It's hard. It's hard. But guys, I don't know about you, but I'm not trying to be in hell for all eternity. I'm really not. And I pray that this video has given you conviction 
to get right with Jesus. Like I said, if you guys want to pick up this book, I think I bought it on Amazon for like less than 15 bucks, 23 minutes in hell by Bill Wees. Go check out the interview he did with Isaiah Saldivar. Not too long ago. I want to say maybe about a year ago, if that, but go check it out. I'm going to link Isaiah Saldivar's YouTube down below binge watch his videos y'all if you binge watch him and you do not become a believer of jesus christ i do not know what will i don't know what will <laughs> with that being said y'all make sure if you are not if you share anything on this channel I don't care about any of the other videos. Share this video because this message needs to be preached to the world. There are way too many people on the road to hell. And it's because a lot of people do not know the gospel of God. They don't know the gospel of Jesus Christ. And they think they are unworthy of God's love and of Jesus's salvation. In Jesus name, I pray that you send this message out to as many people as possible that this touched you and that, you know, what, what have you, it is what it is, but yes, just share, share, share. I love you guys. If you don't follow me on IG, make sure to follow me on Instagram and until next time, stay blessed, repent, pray, get right with Jesus, talk to him, build a relationship fast, read your Bible and just get right. Like, I don't know. I don't even know what else to say. Just, just get right with God. I love you all. I love you. I love you. I love you. I'm praying for y'all, yo, praying for our salvation in Jesus name, that we are not left behind and that we are not casted into the lake of fire in Jesus name. I love you guys. Have a great one. Take care of yourselves and stay blessed. Till the next one, y'all. Peace.